so much for tuning in into our podcast i'm your co-host lise and i'm your other co-host diana welcome to magic mommy's podcast a space where we talk about our healing journeys as to queer spiritual women of color and a space curated for our growth our messiness chisme and puteando magic mommies is a podcast dedicated to reframing the ways we talk think and embody healing work yep so to begin with our podcasts during this COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, our checking question is, why have we gone MIA? <laughs> why has anyone gone MIA? I Everyone think a lot of, yeah. Well, let's address, I'm like, let's address this. Um, <laughs> us yeah. particularly have gone MIA before COVID, so. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Diana and I took a step back from social media in general and I think well me speaking on myself I just had a lot of instability in my life and I think uh, something that we wanted to be intentional when we um, first like created this project was that we wanted to feel like this was something that we would just put good energy into you know mm-hmm. and like or at least be in a place where we can be honest with ourselves and with with everyone. So I think I was not experiencing that on my end. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, like I said, there was a lot of instability. So I feel like I wasn't even in a place to be able to talk about things when I wasn't really present in my own healing work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I feel like we just weren't in a good place to feel good mm-hmm. about recording. Yeah. Um, additionally, too, we did record some episodes um, that we just didn't feel too good about. I don't know. I feel like we both kind of felt that they were um, derailing from our, I guess, like what we had originally hoped this podcast would be. We were also recording an episode and like mid-episode, we actually got really like into a really awesome conversation that we're going to touch on um, probably our next episode. And we were just like, damn, this is what we need to be talking about. And that just, that felt really good. It felt amazing. Yeah. So I feel like now we've kind of reflected and just like, this is what we want to talk about. Um, so we've kind of planned out some of our next coming episodes and are really excited to have those conversations. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, on, on top of that, I hope... Um, since we're being quarantined together, that it also motivates us to, I don't know, I, I just feel, I think we both feel re- like really motivated mm-hmm. um, again to just have these conversations mm-hmm. and conversations we're really looking forward to as well. Yeah. And have some more capacity. Yeah. I feel like we're, yeah. But yeah, hope everyone is safe and healthy and doing well. Um and taking care of yourselves so we're gonna go into a game you want to play a game yes you like games i love games we do love games i love playing so we're gonna play a game called we don't it doesn't have a name (laughs) um but how this is gonna work and this is just you know we'll pick up some energy um we're gonna ask a series of questions and then we're gonna say three two one and then Guadalupe and i have to like say a name like either her or i so for example we're gonna ask like who is the weirdest a bitch in the room and then we're gonna be like three two one and then we're gonna say like yeah, Guadalupe, yeah. you know mm. so mm. Mm. <laughs> so that's how the game goes we're gonna ask about one two three four five like <laughs> ten questions mm. okay are you all ready Oof. Hey, hey, hey. wow i love making decisions Okay, so I'm going to read a question first, and then we're going to take turns. Um, And our first question starts with, who has the best sense of style? Ah, Three, two, one. Hmm. Depends for what occasions. That is very true. I like your aesthetic, like your going out aesthetic. Yeah, I feel like my going out aesthetic is the only one that I like. (laughs) So that's why I picked you, because I was like, I feel like collectively or overall, you have a really good, like, going to work aesthetic being at home aesthetic 
it's just like everything Ooh, i have a home aesthetic you do like you're even right now like your little curly hair shit i'm like ooh, ooh, oh okay. damn bitch. quarantine is not gonna limit quarantine quarantine you are a quarantine okay next question <laughs> <laughs> moving on who is more flirtatious mm. three two one Guadalupe. Okay, I was going to be like, if you do not say you right now, (laughs) I'm going to call you out on that shit because it's definitely you. Yeah, do you flirt? I do not. I have people flirt with me. Wow. And that's it. I just like don't ever really have the energy to. I feel like we've talked about this where Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I will find people attractive, but I don't like people until I get to know them. And so I'm not like. I never just care for like, oh, that person's attractive. Let me go flirt with them. Oh, I see. Yeah. But I think it's just fun to admire people. But also I think I, I, sometimes you like point out that I'm flirting and then I feel like I'm not flirting. You're just so good at it. But I think flirting is fun. (laughs) For me, it's harm, well, harmless for the most part. And like, yeah, it's just, you know. Fun and games. It's fun and games. <laughs> no, I've actually like. I feel like I hype you up a lot on it because. Okay, I need I need y'all to know like Guadalupe's flirting skills like are freaking okay, like moving on top tier. <laughs> I'm just saying you like hide, you can you, you can flirt in a tree, you. you can flirt in a car, you can flirt anywhere <laughs> with tree? anyone, and that's impressive to me. I'm just like, how is this girl like flirting like? right now like how what or like this person is so shy how is she getting this person to like talk about this person just, like is so shy. there's just so i'm i'm just always so amazed by your ability to wow fall. i appreciate that thank you for guessing me <laughs> all right our next question who watches more trash tv three two one Diana. me yeah 100 yeah, i feel like i only watch trash tv yeah yeah i agree i think my level of how much trash tv tv I've watched since moving in with you. It's like <laughs> it's just gone through the roof. But yeah, I don't know. It's entertaining to watch trash TV with someone else. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I just really like to watch things that don't stress me out. Like I don't want to get invested in a show because I don't want to stress over it. Like I have enough stressful things outside of that. So I like to watch shows that are light and funny and. I can <laughs> fall asleep watching and I won't care because it's not super like important. Do you have any favorite trash TV shows? Oh my god. I will give you all examples of trash <laughs> TVs that I shows that I watch. So one, Pretty Little Liars. How many times have they found A and this bitch is still out there? Like Okay, my one comment about Pretty Little Liars. They never have like their blinds are always open. <laughs> And they never have fucking curtains. And they, they, like, they, and they, like A, all these A's are just watching it every fucking mm-hmm. time. And I feel like half their problems would have been solved if they just got fucking curtains or just did not leave their blinds up all the time. It's just a pet peeve of mine because I really don't like Honestly, people being yeah. able to look into my home. And I'm already skeptical about it, but they just never... They just never close their blinds. I'm that's just saying, it. like, these girls need to go into, like, some type of protective services. Like, that's it. Like, y'all could have avoided this. Um, All-American, which is, like, a football TV show. It's, hmm, I think it's good. Again, low stress. It's, like, eight episodes. In, or I think it was 16 it's episodes. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. No, no need to justify, um, friend. Gossip Girl. I've seen all of Gossip I've Girl. Seen all, yeah. Um... I don't know. I don't even watch that many shows. I like watching a lot of um, HGTV. A lot. Like Property Brothers. I don't know. Flipper Flop. Listed or Love It. <laughs> things like those. Anyways, okay, so <laughs> our next question, ma'am. Um, yes, our next question. Who is more reckless? Three, two, one. Both? Yeah. Ma'am? <laughs> Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You are forgetting a lot of instances where you have been reckless. I think we're both yeah, pretty, okay. we both can be very reckless in our own ways, but also together. That's the most reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're 
should i say we're like reckless like um and not like ways that put us in danger there we go yeah that's what i was gonna say too i feel like we're safe reckless but i I don't know if that really makes sense most of um we like a good time yeah like we like a good time sometimes we'll do things here and there that i'm just like yeah that was dumb but we're still safe very questionable very very safe yeah Mm -hmm. but we're here still so yeah yeah absolutely and i'm not surprised that we're here very smart about our situations (laughs) yeah um (laughs) our next question who is more likely to run off to vegas and get married Three, two, one. Guadalupe. Ma'am. Ma'am again. Friend, what? Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I feel... Do you see me even getting married? I honestly don't think either of us would do this. I wouldn't. Like, that's too much for me. I'm like, I don't think I would like... I would... I don't like... (laughs) That means I would have to be with someone that I Mm -hmm. really don't like. And I don't like to spend my energy on people who I don't like. But I'm like, I must really not like you if I go off to Vegas and marry you there. You don't think you would just like spontaneously? Second of all, I've never been in a relationship. So, boom, girl, that's all you. That's why you would just jump straight to it. No, I wouldn't. You'd be like, nope. (laughs) No, I don't think I would either. I don't. Yeah, I just don't. I still think you would do it more than me, but I don't think you would really do it. But even then, I just, I don't even, I think neither of us, honestly. Yeah. I don't think either of us are trying, once you just get married. Maybe a kid, but I don't know about getting married. I would love to co-parent with you. We always say this, but. Yeah, we'd be great parents. Like, like, genuinely, I think we'd be a very healthy environment and household for a child. Yes. Um, So, next next question. This is me, right? Um, Do you ask her to I don't know. Just go ahead, friend. Who's more likely to be on a reality show? Three, two, one. Mm, <laughs> I was going to say Diana, maybe. Yeah. I, if I didn't have back problems and I knew how to swim, I would want to be on the challenge. Okay. Because I'm very competitive. I don't think I've ever seen the challenge. And I like to be active, preferably. That and would be I, really it's fun. It's like a good combination of like athleticism, being active, competition. Mm-hmm getting money i can see you being on like the circle if they oh i guess since i have back problems and i can't swim i should probably choose another yeah i would love to be on the circle (laughs) yeah we've talked about it i think i could win i think you could too i think they just need to come to like i they shoot in like the uk or something it's really weird but um i feel like you could win I would love to be in something like you just described i've never seen the challenge but i think it'd be really fun to do some type of like course Um, you a track star you <laughs> did y'all know Guadalupe was like a college athlete uh, just a college a past athlete life. college college wow we had a past life at some point that's why but um, I also feel like yeah I think you would win the circle I think I could think you should we should get you on a reality TV sometime I think it'd be fun if we were both on it mm-hmm <laughs> most likely to forget their date's name or call them by the wrong one three two one diana 100 percent. that's not fair because that's happened it's happened yeah we've talked about this i have no yeah we have wait what happened? definitely happened you want to talk about it or next question all right <laughs> <laughs> oh wait how did you segue away I from it i have a bad memory but how so you called this person by the wrong name yeah and how did you get yourself out of it girl you know i'm a good liar i was like listen i was just talking to this person something along the lines of i was just talking to this person had them in my head and i called you this friend's name but that was Uh, a friend's name that's uh diana tip 101 if y'all ever forget somebody's name She's gonna be like, oh, that you know was a friend's name. Sorry. Like, like, oh my God, that's my roommate's name. Yeah. Like, I was a conversation with like one of my friends and that just came up. Wow. That's something like that. Really smart. Um, who is more likely to get pregnant right now? Three, two, one. Neither. Neither, because I'm on birth control. And I might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, my gayness is my birth control yeah 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 um yeah I but also it. i don't think either of us yeah. <laughs> i yeah yeah all right we're moving definitely not 
<clears throat> yeah, so moving along, I hope y'all enjoyed that um, little <laughs> game, or at least we did. And if y'all um, think one of us is lying, let us know. <laughs> like, I think you're lying about the Vegas, but whatever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Me gets married in Vegas and like, five years yeah. see i can't even think about it yeah, in like such true. even five years i give like, it to you i give it to you all right um so yeah so moving on um part of the episode that we wanted like part of this episode we wanted to focus on kind of just talking about what's going on around mm. us um i know a lot of us well all of us should be in quarantine um i know some folks aren't for several reasons but i think with everything that's going on um it's been difficult for some of us a lot of Mm. us i think as a collective i think there's a lot of pain going around i think that people are kind of feeling out of whack um with you know life kind of switching up on us like really really fast and having to get acclimated into a new routine right a lot of us might Mm. be derailing from a routine we um are experiencing this differently sorry oh i had this sneeze. <laughs> damn what was that what was that meme where it's like i used to cough to hide my fart and now i fart to cut to hide my cough i feel like you made that up no i saw it on twitter see everything on twitter wow okay. that was funny it does sneeze in this pandemic i know and know we're good we're good it didn't come out um <laughs> yes uh so we just wanted to i don't know process some of that like kind mm-hmm. of how it's been either affecting us or how we've been tr- um navigating being in quarantine navigating the ways in which you know our lives are just going right now um and we welcome that conversation to be open-ended with y'all as well um one of the um you know topics we really wanted to also talk about in more specific was how we create structure and boundaries during quarantine Mm. um especially for you know in our cases or you know working from home i know diana's working from home um we're sharing a little bit of different experiences like i still have to go into work twice a week um but yeah, I think that's just that you know that's actually something that I've been talking with multiple people, and I feel like that's just something finding the structure, finding boundaries has been difficult for a lot of us. So I don't how do how do you friend? Yeah, I navigate that. This is I feel like it's just so frustrating because I was finally establishing structure mm-hmm. in my life. Um, I feel like winter quarter was really like rough for me. There was just like a lot of personal things that happened. Um, a previous student of mine passed away and that kind of just like made me spiral until just like not a very, very good place to be in. And so I feel like I started the the year off like not so great. And I was like, okay, you know what? What I need right now is structure. And so we freaking went off, man. Like I was meditating daily, going to sleep earlier. I was eating right again. Um, I started working out and that was really helping. Um, I was just doing a lot to really take care of myself. And so I feel like this quarantine just like, like me and then the quarantine, like, <laughs> like that's exactly what happened. Um, and I feel like the first two or so weeks, I really struggled to do anything because I'm just like, I can do all of my work in bed. So I would wake up, sit in bed, do work for like hours while I like watch TV and then like, okay, cool. I'm going to take a nap at like 4 or 5 p.m. and then sleep. And then it was just a mess. Um, but I, I feel like it took a whole house effort, like all of us helping each other out to establish a routine. Um, like we all have uh, lunch together at noon. So I take like, um, like I have blocked that time off of like even me working from home to eat lunch for like all of us to eat lunch together, working out like around five. Um, that way that's when we're all done with like working. Usually you're home by then. Um, and so like building uh, like structures into our like everyday life. Yeah, I feel like I relate with what you just said um, in terms of I felt like I was finally in a place yeah. where I was really, you know, sitting in some type of 
structure and um you know I was going to work every day I was going to the gym I was making my food every night I was finally at this point where I was like yes like this is great this is really good for me this is really grounding this is what I've been needing mm-hmm. <laughs> and um I think I've experienced like a week of it before you know yeah um every the like <clears throat> the quarantine was put in place and and honestly just I don't know everything's progressively yeah. um been changing up yeah I think for me I think it'd been like a whole month that I was like finally on my grind and I was like let's go we were, were doing really great um so I was just like what is it that 28 days and it becomes a habit I was like I reached those 28 days feeling so good I was like consistently happy and I was like dang this is working and then again me the virus like (laughs) she Miss Rona just took me out Miss Rona completely and it's been tough man but let's talk about some silver silver linings like Bad Bunny came out with an album during the virus (laughs) (laughs) hey Wow. We we all took a BuzzFeed quiz to see Mm -hmm. which song, which Bad Bunny song off his new album we are. If you haven't taken the quiz, it's on BuzzFeed. Go take it. Let us know which song you are. Um, (laughs) Safaera. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I forgot mine was La Difícil. La Difícil. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. I see Um, it. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so that is a silver lining, but it still sucks that we're going to have to wait how long to potentially hear this at the the club. club. (laughs) Like, you know, that the day parties. Yes. I really hope. Music hits different when, like, there's people, when it's at the club or just yeah. any you know like just loud just fucking loud when the loud. DJ starts playing and you're like whoa like yeah, everyone grabs stop what you're doing yeah mm-hmm. mm. I know mm. wow grab um, a wall grab a partner grab your friends grab yourself grab your ass like grab- <laughs> yes bitch hey, hey, you know grab your knees <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> unless you got bad knees like us then then please take care of your knees <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there are like, quite a few silver linings. That's definitely one of them. Um, I had another one in mind, but I forgot it. Come back, come back. I know, it'll come back. It'll come back. Rihanna gave us a feature. I still haven't heard the song. I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't either. But I'm going to listen to it because it's Rihanna. So I'll, I'm going to listen to it. I heard she only says like three songs in the... Three words? Or three words, yeah. So we'll see how that how that is but i mean it's, it's rihanna like if she gives me crumbs i'm gonna eat those crumbs <laughs> with a smile on my face you know oh absolutely i think like part of oh you remember i remembered okay. y'all right, i bought it? a tv oh shit. for my room she did buy a tv and we now have hulu netflix hbo go amazon prime showtime stars disney plus i think that's it seven different streaming services See, and this is a great a great example <laughs> of building structure because <laughs> because um how do we how do we you know for you for example that your workplace is now your home but you have to balance it right yeah. with also still reminding yourself that even though you're at home and you do work at home you you know you're gonna go watch tv in your room or like not combining both i guess like yeah your your space to like where you're living um and not having that like bl- like lessening the blend between a workplace and the place you live most definitely so me justifying why you're getting a tv like there's no need to even justify it because no. i think it is a it's so nice it's the best investment i've done since miss rona came to town like I, I love, I love having a TV in my room. It's so nice. Yeah, we watched um horror movies last night. Oh yeah, we were literally like in my bed, like all three of us, literally just laying there cuddling. We weren't really cuddling, but it's fine because you know we're practicing social distance. Social distancing. Yeah. Huh. Um, but we watched hella movies. But it's been really nice. No, I really like it. Um, 
like i'm really glad that i bought it it's not something that i had been thinking about but um i also bought um (laughs) smart light bulbs the ones that you can be like alexa lights off and then she turns the lights off talk about getting lazy (laughs) i mean if we're going to be quarantined in our space we might as well feel like the best you know we might as well in our space if you have the financial means like you know like build up your room or your space however you want Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. make sure it's a comfortable living situation because everyone should be in their space um or quarantine making the quarantine hopefully like their own space and a place where you know like look forward to being there because it's not like we have an option I really liked our day today. Like mm-hmm. today we all woke up, we had brunch together. Our friend Walalupe here like uh, made like our all natural juice for us. Like you got a, a juice blender. Um, and like we made eggs with veggies. Um, our other roommate made waffles with chocolate and peanut butter um, chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, right afterwards, like we went for a walk together to the water, enjoyed some fresh air, came back, finished a puzzle. Um, we made dinner together, and now like we're recording for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we're finally starting to find things because like apart from just being quarantined, like isolation is it's kind of hard for some like a lot of us to to navigate and to deal with like mm-hmm. that's hard and um yeah absolutely um i think that's part of i mean the way we're talking about it earlier part of how to implement like i don't know when i feel like when we think of boundaries it's always like how do we we think of like boundaries with work boundaries with people there's boundaries with self there's boundaries with your hot ha- with within your house within your roommates all these things so i think that you know this the way we t- how today felt different mm-hmm. i would say is like was huge to honestly i had a great ass day because i yeah. realized how i need my days to look differently mm-hmm. and even if the space doesn't look different how do i how do i make my day still like look different right. so whether it's you know saying hey we're gonna have brunch on sunday and we're like we're gonna get cute like we all you know i did our makeup and got dressed out of sweatpants um out of christmas pajama pants yeah <laughs> y'all i'm also bald like my i took my eyelash extensions off they came off and now i look really weird <laughs> Hey, for what it's worth, you're um, saving up some money. Yeah, I guess. But I look naked without my lashes. You look look And then apart from being being bald, one of my roommates actually is bald because I, you know, put on my little uh, barber hat and I shaved her head. Yo. Like they said, everyone is going bald or dyeing their hair. I went bald. A roommate went bald. Friend, what are you going to do? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What has been your like? Our other roommate dyed her hair. Yeah. What has been the hardest like thing for you to like to navigate during quarantine? Um, for me, I think. I don't know. For me, it was. It was. I feel like I was processing just everything differently because. Up until last week, I was still having to go to work every day. Like it's still like nine to five. Um schedule and so even though i knew that like for example y'all were being quarantined and had already been for like two weeks it still still, like hadn't really felt like Mm -hmm. i was being part like part of that so i was still like going being outside most of the time i was still like at my job the way that i experienced seattle was really different like from where we live Mm -hmm. to get to my job in like downtown i would get there in under 20 minutes there was like no cars it was very eerie and so i think the realities of how i saw the, like the city functioning and then i was staying away from a lot from social media yeah um i know that was something that like a boundary i had to set and like one of the tougher things i had to um like navigate was like just distancing myself from it um and so yeah i think finding the balance like for example now i'm at home more and so I've, what, this might be technically like day three for me, or since Thursday. 
Um, and so I think I'm getting, I don't know. I'm still like, I'm, I, I feel fine mm-hmm. in the sense of I, it hasn't hit that, you know, the isolation feeling hasn't mm-hmm. necessarily hit. But I would say that it's just really important for me to have my own space and my, like, I spend a lot of time in my room and then I come out here a lot and I'm with, like, my roommates when I want to see people. Um, I'm so glad we have each other because... Yeah, me too. I think us two especially would really struggle to be fully, like, just isolated ourselves. Mm-hmm. That would, yeah. I don't know. So, I agree. But also, I, I lived alone for about a year and a half-ish. And the first like two months I didn't go out anywhere and I was like Mm -hmm. in complete isolation not necessarily it was by choice but also because I just was just I just didn't know anyone I didn't know anyone and so um I think the fact that I've been able to kind of experience what that has looked like for me has definitely helped in easing into now where we're at right here um but like I said I think how do we make things how do we make our days look different and feel different right Mm -hmm. because when we're confined in a space i feel like naturally when we're restricted of things our instinct is to like want it to like want the things we're restricted to have yeah um yeah yeah i feel like i don't know i'm really struggling with it i i don't know i'm just like i i need other people to feed off their energy to, for me to have energy so to not have and like I love my job because I literally work at a university right so I see like thousands of students every day um and I like that I like that environment I like to be able to connect with a lot of people and see a lot of people in one day and um I mean I see students on a like daily basis that I like meet for the first time and then to just being here isolated um i feel like it was it was a little tough I, at first especially I, i'm not gonna lie i was a little excited i was like ooh, because i also did not know how long this was gonna last mm-hmm. and so i was like this is gonna be quick like we're gonna work from home for like two weeks which is originally what our university said like um the next two weeks everyone's gonna like work from home or like modified hours um and I was like, this is cool. I'm chilling at home. Um, I feel like because our programming got canceled, our workload really lessened a lot. And I was just like, ooh, less stress, bam. Like staying at home and I don't have to like, I can sleep in because I don't have to commute. Bam, bitch, like, yeah, that's fun. And then um, shit started getting more serious. And I think also like being the director of like my foundation, I was just like, shit, like, I started this organization because I want to support my community and now more than ever like you know we need support and so that's when I was like slapped myself out of it and was like okay like I can't be in bed like just doing like schoolwork and like work work like I need to like I wanted this organization I wanted to support community well bitch go out and do it um and so now like my workload has <laughs> exponentially like um gotten a lot heavier which is still manageable. Um, I definitely have a very heavy workload at the moment, but um, I'm very happy that I've been able to help my community and mm-hmm. have been able to do things. And um, in case y'all like haven't followed yet, um, my foundation, the Betancur Macias Family Scholarship Foundation is raising money for undocumented families. So you can go to undocuscholars.com, learn more about our fundraiser, donate to our GoFundMe. Um, we have compiled a list of fundraisers, both nationally and by state, if you all want to donate. And then we also compiled a list of resources nationally and by state for undocumented folks. Um, So we've been doing some really great work. I've been getting a lot of support from community. Uh, We've raised close to now like 30,000 or over $30,000 with other donations that uh, were given to us apart from GoFundMe. Um, And then once this next set of money hits, I think we'll have officially supported over 90 families, like undocumented families. So that, yeah been a lot of work but mm-hmm. um it's been worth it and I'm, I'm 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 just doing um you know just doing what i can to support community but yeah for sure yeah go support go support um we will you know put the website in our description yeah, yeah. for people to be able to um go check that out and share it and 
donate if you can yeah and i think like okay so i have questions for you Mm um so in the conversation of boundary and structure you talking about the fact that um kind of to get yourself up and moving and motivated again you were like okay like i want to refocus my energy on building other things in other ways and other capacities um you know doing that with within your um foundation how how are you building boundaries with with that in itself because i can only i mean i've seen how you know it's it's very high Mm -hmm. demanding of like needing to be in contact with a bunch of people Mm -hmm. of continuously updating your social medias Um, on top of that you're working and you're about to start school right so i'm like not overwhelming you (laughs) damn no i'm not overwhelmed i'm kidding i'm kidding i I mean it's nothing like it's not like you don't already do this like you already balance this these things out but now you're having to balance this in your own space so these things aren't necessarily now going to be separated physically Mm. um but what's what how have you created just breathing Mm -hmm. for yourself like a breathing space um yeah yeah. i mean it's been hard and it was really hard at first because i think like my capricorn stellium was just like girl you're not doing enough like you're not doing anything like what are you doing right now right like there's community out there struggling why are you not doing anything and i think i kind of just went full force into it of like okay we're gonna do you know this resource list we're gonna like do a gofundme we're gonna outreach to communities to get them the money we're gonna um like work with different organizations we're working with artists to do um some different fundraisers i'm working with like undocu organizers across the entire country to come up with more resources working with undocumented folks across washington state um to also uh create more resources and more information and multiple languages um and so at first especially it was a lot like i was going to sleep at 4 5 a.m just doing work like literally just finding resources outreaching to folks to like donate um and just answering emails too like i was probably on average getting like 150 emails like a day um and some of the emails re- like required me doing research and um finding information so it was a lot like it i i'd say i was doing like i don't know anywhere between five to ten hours worth of work every single day just on my foundation so that excluding like my work work um and I got to the point where I was starting to get overwhelmed. And um, I don't know if most people know, but like my foundation is really small, right? Like it's me, um, it's my two sisters, and that's pretty much like the main folks running the organization. Uh, my uh, my eldest um, sister, she's doing a lot of really awesome local work so she hasn't been able to give as much support and my other sister is a nurse in the er department so she has been working like 12 hour shifts on her days off like she goes home and sleeps so um it's you know the amount of of capacity that they have has been very minimal but they've been doing such important work um so that that's meant that i've had to pick up a little bit more um and I was just like, damn, I'm tired. Like, you know, why is it that I'm working from home, but I'm only getting like three to five hours of sleep? Like how, like, like mm-hmm. you know, what, like, like what is going on here? here? Yeah, like I'm, I'm here all day in my bed and I'm right. not getting any sleep. So um, I actually really appreciate you and Cristal. Um, Cristal giving me more ideas of how to set boundaries of like after a certain time of the day, I'm not going to, I'm going to just turn, like close my laptop. Cause I think y'all saw me like, I get notifications on my phone and mm-hmm. I would like get a notification and my phone was constantly buzzing and I would just get anxiety of like, oh my God, I have to answer this email. Um, and so just being like, okay, after 9 p.m. or 8 p.m., like I'm not doing any more Zoom calls, no more Google Hangouts, no more um, like any more work on the weekends. I'm like, I'll do some work, but I'm not taking calls. Like I'm going to actually relax and rest. Um, and I feel like that's really helped. I also feel like things have slowed down a little bit now that like our resource list is pretty expansive. Um, we don't have as many people emailing us with like, here, add this one and this one. And um I've gotten some more support from like volunteers and folks um, helping us out too. So it was a lot, but I I needed to create those boundaries of after this time or during my weekends, I'm going to set this amount of time aside um, and just be like, I got to do that. Because if I burn out, then, you know, 
I can't do any more work and that's not going to help anyone. So mm-hmm. it's hard, though, especially because like we know communities out there struggling. Right. Like we know there's folks. And um, I mean, I don't even know how many folks have emailed us like this is their situation and we're in dire need of money. And like to read that. Obviously, like, anyone would want to be like, damn, like, let me do whatever I can do to help this person, right? So it's hard, and I feel like sometimes I carry that stress with me of just, like, you know, I might not know this person personally, but I know there's this family that's, like, really struggling and, like, really needs, like, support. Um, So I am trying to really put into practice the, like, care but don't carry. I was just saying that in my head. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, I remember you told me that. Um, you told me that one time, and that's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So, so that's hard. really real. It's yeah. so hard, though. It's very, very hard. I mean, we have so. I feel like we have so many people to like worry about, right? Like we have mm-hmm. ourselves, but more importantly, like we have our families, we have our parents, our siblings, aunts, uncles, cousins, like, um, like chosen family, friends, like loved ones. Yeah. Um, you know, that is what I'm struggling with now that yeah. you brought that up. Um, family, that family part, because I feel mm. like I, for the most part, was have been consistent since moving to Seattle to at least see my family monthly. Yeah. Um, like every other month, I was doing just about, or every other week. Um, and it's been about a month. It's been a month, and that's definitely something that is mm. uh, like on my mind often, like. I just, when am I going to see them again? And um, not wanting to go over there, mm-hmm. right? Um, just for, you know, I think a lot of reasons. Um, a lot of reasons being the fact that we're being quarantined and I shouldn't. Um, Two, like, I don't want to expose them. Like, my parents are both, like, in their 50s, mm-hmm. mom has asthma, all these things. So I'm like, I don't want to, you know, put them in a, like, in a vulnerable situation, also on top of that um i can't because i'm working Mm. (laughs) still like i have to go into my workplace and and i've thought about that too of how do i even create boundaries because you're also mentioning like emotional boundaries right you had to Mm. kind of close yourself off not be as available um and i think going along with that too i'm learning how to also create like emotional boundaries where like yes I'm giving myself time to say like this sucks and this reality sucks Mm -hmm. and be okay with sitting in it and okay with like feeling upset or um, mad, whatever it is, whatever feeling, but also finding ways to pull myself out of that. Like, and so one of the ways like yesterday FaceTime my mom and I was on the phone for like an hour because I'm like, okay, like there's not much I can do about this situation and a great advice that I received um, and I think was told like to both of us is how do we control through all this there's a lot that we're not going to be able to control there's Mm -hmm. a lot in the world we're not going to be able to control and that's just going to be out of our hands but what we are able to control is what we should also put our energy and focus Mm -hmm. in on right Mm -hmm. Um, and prioritizing that what is it that we are capable of controlling so I was like okay well what I can control right now is the fact that cool like I have an iPhone I have access to the Wi-Fi I have access to all these things so let me um, you know have a conversation let me express that I'm fucking sad or like even the fact that like I like crying to my mom or or whatever being emotionally vulnerable um, but I think that is one of the bigger lessons I've learned through all this is focusing on things we are able to control within our lives. And, you yeah. know, you taking it upon you, uh, upon yourself and being reflective in your own life and saying like, OK, all these things are happening. I'm trying to care and not carry. There's a lot of people who I want to give ac- my, give them access to uh, myself and be there and support, but also at the end of the day, if I'm not able to control what's kind of going on in my own life, mm-hmm. like you can't also show up and, and be present for a community, right? And so mm-hmm. I know that that is a huge piece of advice. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like we both <laughs> met people right before the quarantine. Um, and just, you know, that's been very hard. <laughs> You want to pass us that friend. <laughs> um, no. 
We yeah. don't have to. I'm but scared. that's very real. Like the ah, man. It's just natural. Like it's just yeah. natural that we're going to it's just such bad timing. It's like hard to even say like things that like you know everyone wants to say this is divine timing and this is how this is bad timing and that's it. <laughs> You're like that's it. That's it. There's no more angles to it. No. No. Uh, man, navigating through that too, navigating through um the fact that we're just restricted. Yeah. In with people in our lives. Yeah. Whether it be people you're meeting or have met, um, family, like we said, you, you know, friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but is I'm a little sad. I mean, you know, it's just we're just getting to know each other, and and then this happened, and I was like, damn. Yeah, it happened. Miss mm. Rona out here. She's really like. I know we were we were both talking about this last night during one of the scary movies. We're like, "Yo, this shit sucks." It does and like it's it's okay. And I also highly encourage having those conversations of like it's okay to just like be like, "Yo, rant about this it. shit's trash. Let it out. Yeah, let out the frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. want to let it out. You want to let out a little more. I feel like I let it out. Y'all yeah. let me let it out. Nah, I just like. I mean, it does suck, right? Like, I met someone that's amazing, and I want to see them, and I haven't been able to, and I miss them. Oh, it's like a like a rom, like a sad rom com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no. All right, that's so cool. all right, some people might be in the same boat. Um, what's some what's in a piece of advice that you would give um, someone going through this or like you know something similar or or people who might be missing their partners yeah. or their significant others whoever they're like not being quarantined or their crush I mean communicate right we have text we have FaceTime you can call the person um, like you can just there's so many other ways to like I feel like it's just that that physical touch and like the presence of the other person especially when you're just getting to know them because sometimes like it is hard to have conversations over text when you're still getting to know the other person right because there's only so much and mm-hmm. and then like the the rest you kind of pick up when you see each other in person um so i feel like that's been kind of difficult but um just communicate with the person let them know like you're there they're there for you you're there for them and you know show them love here and there um but it must be hard for folks who don't like to text or really be in yeah i don't like to text yeah all. you and i are, we're very similar yeah i'm on the same boat unless and it'll be obvious unless like i'm into someone or it's like you were oh, yeah. my like you were cristal you know what I, or like just someone who's a little yeah. more present in my life hmm. then i'll reply but for the most part that is something i definitely yeah. struggle with is commun like communicating as is and i'm in a situation where i have to if i want to i don't know continue connections and I don't mean that necessarily romantically, but even just yeah. like with my sister or like whoever um, I'm not in quarantine with, um, mm-hmm. having now to step up my communication skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks because I'm like, damn, I just want to see them in person. Like, that's it. Yo, it must be fucking that's rough it. too for like folks who is like love language is like physical touch <laughs> and quality time. Mine is not, but <laughs> I mean, my- <laughs> neither of those are mine, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I mean, still struggling. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, quality time is one of mine. So that does suck. I think mine, words of affirmation and acts of service are my top two. Mm. But you can't even do, like, acts of service if I don't see the person. Well, I guess you can, but... I mean, yeah. It's still difficult. Yeah. It is. It's just, I think it's also because, like... Again, when you're getting to know that person, like, seeing them in person is, like, a huge part of that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. being able to, like just go on dates and do those kinds of things so you feel like that's also the place you're at where like you're kind of okay you used to say this and i'm gonna out you right now because you'd always be like we're courting not necessarily with this person but like you would name (laughs) dating as like we're courting so being in the courting stage and not being able to court each other (laughs) 
is truly a tragedy. Yeah, we were in the courting stage. We were so in the courting stage. I'm mad about that. But it's fine. I mean, things are just now being taken even, like, slower, which is mm. fine. Um, I just, like, I don't know. In that courting stage, it'd be nice to be courted. <laughs> Whatever. No, okay. Silver lining is, I would hope that coming out of this, the communication is just bomb. Ooh. It's just there. Girl, I'm thinking about the communication. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, say how it is, friend. No, I was definitely thinking about the communication. Communicate in many different ways. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, let us know how you all are um, navigating this quarantine. Uh, what's been working for y'all? What hasn't been working? Um, I don't know. Like, what are y'all struggling with? What's helping you? Let's give each other advice mm-hmm. how to navigate this. Um, I mean, I think at this point, we all know this is going to last quite a few more months. <sighs> My graduation has been canceled, y'all. Man, I busted my butt for two years to get this master's degree, and I'm not even gonna have a graduation. (laughs) I will Um, do any. I will do what. You're gonna get a graduation regardless. I know that it's still not the same, right? I'm gonna put a cap and gown. We'll live stream it. We'll live stream it, y'all, so y'all can see me graduate. It's fine. (laughs) We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it full it on, full on. Um, but I feel you because you know what before all this we were also we were both like yo this summer like yeah. we're just like it's gonna be the hottest girl summer ever we were getting so we talked about it every fucking day I know because we were just such in a, in a great place and I think that's personally something I'm coping with uh, mm-hmm. is the fact that there's just a lot of unknown and I think I'm definitely someone who for the most part, <laughs> likes answers, likes like clear cut, um, like structure or just clear cut lines, right? Um, just to know, I just want to know. <laughs> and the fact that this is something again going back to what's out of our control, mm-hmm. making peace with that. Um, as much as I can preach the advice I was given, it's definitely always harder to embody these yep. things. Um, yeah. So, but. anyone has advice on that? On yeah. how to feel okay with the unknown and the uncontrollable? Um, yeah. But we're in this together. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If anything, honestly, also what I've been noticing is uh, we're having to be creative in different ways. Mm. And I'm just honestly realizing how funny people are on, on social media or like on the internet TikTok. um yeah the fact that people are very creative one with mm-hmm. their humor with their coping mechanisms mm-hmm. but also finding ways to still interact with people even mm-hmm. though we can't interact physically and for me that just brings up how we're by nature just wanting continuous connection yeah i'm i, I feel like i'm also struggling with like the guilt of like um, especially like as a, as an undocumented person, like the privileges, I feel like I have never felt as privileged as I do at the moment, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm just like I, um, like this quarantine is actually saving me a lot of money, right? Like I'm not getting my nails done, I'm not getting my lashes done. Um, that's saving me money, and I'm I commute every single day a lot and I would drive down to Tacoma and now I don't have to do that so I'm saving literally hundreds of dollars in gas um I'm not paying for my parking permit for work anymore that's saving me more money so like I am literally making like I'm saving hundreds of dollars a month that I usually would be spending and so like again like I still have a job my job like allows me to work completely from home so I don't have to leave my home and feel Mm -hmm. like I'm in danger or anything and um, I do have a very stable income. I, you know, I, I have enough to cover everything. And that's something I'm like struggling with. I was just like, like seeing community struggle and like being in such a privileged place that is like, I don't necessarily, like I've never necessarily been in such a privileged place like this, especially during a, a pandemic. Like that's something that I'm like navigating of like, how do I not completely tear myself down? Because I do hold these privileges, right? Like I, I'm to the best of my ability putting these privileges to use to support community. But I feel like it's hard. Like I, I've noticed myself sometimes like tearing myself down of just like damn, like 
I don't deserve these privileges and I, you know, like don't deserve to like have these things while community is struggling. So I feel like that's that guilt that I've also seen other folks like talk about on Twitter. Um, and I've kind of like read some of those threads and, and that has really helped me of just like, damn, like, yeah, like, you know, yes, we can acknowledge that we feel guilty and, and all of that. But also like, let's not be white people. Like, let's use this mm. privilege. Let's, you know, do something with it. Um, but I mean, I, I definitely still catch myself sometimes just being like, damn, yeah. like, I'm a dumb bitch. Like, I don't deserve these privileges. Like, I don't deserve to be quarantined with such amazing, fucking beautiful <laughs> people. Um, yeah, and that in itself is also a privilege. Um, yeah. Some folks aren't in great spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, in, or they're like, they're, wherever they're being quarantined is a, a great place for yeah. them to be, whether it's with family or, or whatever. And I think... Um, the words that kind of came to my head when you were talking about all this is like circumstantial privilege. It's like, I think, yeah, like under different circumstances, there's privileges, but for a lot of circumstances, you haven't been in a place of privilege, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. It's such a weird thing to navigate. Like, Mm -hmm. again, there's so many, there's so many emotions we're navigating, right? Fear Mm -hmm. of the unknown, fear of what we do know. And it's pretty scary and stress around work, stress around income, stress around family, loved ones, um, stress around like us, you know, survival, um, being in survival mode. And um, there's just like, it's such a like weird, like a lot of mixed emotions, of just mm-hmm. like stress, worry, still some happy, lots of happiness in there again. Like I really appreciate living with you all and and having you all in my life. And um, I feel like it's such a weird mix of like you know happy and then like stressed and then like worried and then sad and then scared and it's a weird mix of things. This just makes you want to process guilt in itself. Yeah. How often we're just like, it's just I just think of it as the how often have a lot of us our existence not had to feel guilt for the things we do have like the second we do have something we should feel guilty right um because like one we should be very thankful and two like it's almost like we took it from somewhere else from someone Mm -hmm. else or whatever it is um i think it's just such just fucking trauma that's like what comes to my head just yeah. trauma just just a lot of a lot of things come to mind um that i can't even say in words but i i just know that it's a feeling that a lot of us mm-hmm. i think have felt or are feeling right now um and something that's been helpful for me is being able to just talk about it and rant about it yeah um i know that last night you and i and our other roommate we're able to just rant about everything we've been feeling, mm-hmm. um, saying it how it is and not feeling, again, guilty mm-hmm. for having said those things or admitting the feelings that have been coming up for us, whether it's um, it feels shameful at the time or guilty mm-hmm. or lo que sea, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being able to name it and name yeah. it out loud, I think was, you know, I woke up today feeling so light. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> And I'm sure the sunshine had to yeah. do something with it, but I did. And, and I realized how important it it is. Like if you have access to talking to friends, um, whether it's, you know, through the phone or um, some other way physically, um, and you have friendships that you feel safe with talking about, I think that this during this time of how we're you know isolation that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that we also have to isolate our emotions Mm -hmm. or isolate Mm -hmm. our feelings and so i think finding that balance definitely Mm -hmm. of not also isolating our existence like we still exist exist outside of the walls we're confined in right Mm -hmm. and again we're in this together like together Mm -hmm. six feet apart but like still at least (laughs) six feet apart but still together right um so we gotta this is where community care really like takes on a whole new meaning and and we really gotta be intentional about practicing community care Mm -hmm. and taking care of one another making sure absolutely our loved ones and even not necessarily our loved ones but community is taken care of um and and especially like now just even (laughs) the fact that 
I mean, a lot has been known. Our government is fucked up and mm. all the problems in the stupid world, right? stimulus checks. <laughs> I just, wow, it's so fucking stupid. But that's, that's the thing. I think a lot of this is hopefully showing for some folks who might have not opened up to that reality of, at the end of the day, who's holding your back. Mm. people around not you, this damn government <laughs> not this damn government not people in power not, not rich. fuck rich people fuck famous people fuck people for thinking of a stupid ass song is gonna cure the fucking world Man, and talk about the riches bullshit. that is just it's such bullshit and i think this is also showing a lot of light for people who might have not been able to know that already that like the people who are gonna hold us down is not the people that we're working for towards whatever um, the people who, who yeah. quote unquote, are the backbone of this country or whatever they want to say, right? Um, like it's not our, the rich, it's, it's not, not the powerful, the, like it's not them, not. like and it never will be. Yeah, I'm so like I'm not surprised, but I'm so angry at rich people that they're not playing a role in this. They're literally donating like less than 10% of their wealth when they're like billionaires right like not even what is it like less than 1% for billionaires and I'm just like man how fucked up are people and how fucked up is this world that like this shit is happening there are people dying there are like our healthcare professionals are putting their lives at risk and we don't have enough like hospitals right and then you have like billionaires who won't even like open their doors to houses they don't even live in because they're trying to make money off of those spaces right like every fucking celebrity that has vacation homes should open those homes to like folks who don't have anywhere else to go landlords like should not fucking be charging rent especially the big ass mm -hmm. corporations like man fuck all those people because like that's that's evil man like that's evil it's fucking evil that's it like there's it's, no other way to put it like that's evil evil ass people like just careless inhumane and just don't give a fuck about anyone but themselves at this point to be on like that's pretty obvious and even that fucking video that you're talking about like the celebrities seeing that one song i'm like if y'all oh don't God. open your damn checkbooks and shut your fucking mouth like first of all y'all can't sing i can't either but like first of all you can't sing second of all no one like what the fuck is the music like is a song going to do like people need money give people money also, like listen to the fucking words like these people talking oh my gosh just everything it's so cringe and the fact I'm just at this point, they really out themselves. They out themselves, out themselves completely. And I, I'm just, it t I don't know why each time I just feel surprised. Like I'm not surprised yeah. by it because I'm like, of course, like, of course you're gonna think like this. Of course this is where you're at because you're in such mm -hmm. a place of fucking privilege and your, like, head is so up far you're like <laughs> up your ass, right? Yeah. Um, I I just I'm with you. And then I think you were pointing out earlier. It's like it's such even more bullshit because. These people are going to have a source of income after. Yeah. Like if they're worried or they want to um, make the justification that like they're also going through a pandemic or like I don't know yeah. they don't have all these funds or they have to like care for other things. It's like what like all your twenty cars you have yeah. to care for. Like it just doesn't make sense. You're gonna make another ten million exactly. next year. It's fine. You like, do one photo shoot, you're good. Like right. you're set. But. Um, that being said eat the rich yeah <laughs> eat the rich fuck them all um it's fucked up what they're doing man yeah and so i don't know i think that was probably why i also took back uh took a step back from social media because mm. i was like i can't see like these things on the news and and then you have the so people activating. out here defending them i'm just like why y'all are like y'all are like are they paying you? Are you on their <laughs> payroll? Like, why are you defending this, these rich-ass people? Like, they're not doing anything for you. They're not doing anything for me. They're not doing anything for your family. Like, why defend them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't understand. Like, do you think one day you're going to be in that place? Because the reality is most of us will never be millionaires or billionaires. And if that's something you aspire to be, like, that's on you. I hope no one aspires to hoard in that much wealth. And that's not something people aspire. Like cool you want to be financially well off that's different mm -hmm. than hoarding billions of dollars right but like absolutely just ah, that's fucking wild man i'm just like what's the point of having all that money like it's frustrating absolutely yeah but like we've said uh we got each other 
six feet apart but you know we got each other taking we got to take care of each other check in on your friends check in on your loved ones um again you know like use whatever resources you have to communicate with your loved ones um and to make sure that you know we're taking care of each other absolutely yeah i feel taken care of with y'all and so and you know um also advice (laughs) Uh, just adding on to that when as we take care of everyone and ourselves if you don't have a foundation of how to take care of yourself and you're in a place of isolation or quarantine this could also be a good time to understand what that means for yourself Mm. actually explore that for yourself and how does it mean to show up for yourself because you're gonna have to every day um so what does that mean like what does that look like yeah and I know that's something I'm learning, but you know what? We got each other. We got yes. ourselves. Um, we're going to get through this as a community with one another. And I'm just wishing everyone the best. Good health. Wash your mm-hmm. fucking hands. <laughs> if you have capacity, donate to yes. uh, a GoFundMe for undocumented families. Yes, especially if you're in a place of privilege. Yeah. Um, please do that. And just look out after yourself Mm -hmm. be healthy try to do your best i guess with that (laughs) follow us on ig and twitter at magic mommies or at magic mommies that's our handle for all our social media platforms and um like guadalupe said earlier we'll be sharing some more information about like the fundraiser the resources for undocu folks um and if yeah, if you'd like to donate or you have any other questions, um, send us a DM um, and we'll, we'll answer your question. Yes. Um, we hope that you enjoyed our episode. This, I think, was something I actually needed with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I do feel lighter. And so we hope you enjoyed it. Be on the lookout for our next episode, which will be dropping soon. I know we say that. But hey, we're in quarantine and anything can happen. <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> anything can happen. Um, yeah, and with that, um, if you fuck with us, like what we're about and want to support us, make sure to subscribe and follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and please, please, please leave a review and rating on iTunes podcast. And if you have the means and would like to support us financially, support our podcast financially head over to our website to get more information on how you can become a sponsor or patreon also like diana said to the scholarship as well um i'm magic mommy Lise. and i'm magic mommy diana thank you for tuning in to magic mommy's podcast i completely just punched my <laughs> i know <laughs> mic out of the way but it's fine awesome.